This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome, badass friends, to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. I'm your co-host, Laurie, and I'm here with my bestie, Jessica. What up? And, wow, gratitude does not even cover it, okay? We're just going to bask in this, like, massive appreciation for the fact that all of you are here listening, and we'll just lead it right into today's episode. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you to this community. Because without the community at the Badass Ladies Club, things like Pets for Vets wouldn't even be possible. And we've had this overwhelming wave of support come our way since we started to uh, put this event together. We're going to talk about the event today and like what it was and how it all fit. But just know that we are so grateful that you guys are here listening. We're grateful for every episode that you share with someone else. Um, it would mean so much for you to write us a review on Apple Podcasts. I've noticed that we've gotten a couple of new reviews. Um, I don't look at it very often, but when I did, I was like, oh my gosh, look, she wrote a review and she wrote a review. Awesome. Like, it Thanks, just, guys. my heart explodes every time That's we amazing. see it. We're also having like our best download month in the history of Badass Ladies Club right now. So it's clear that you guys are sharing it and it is getting out to more ears. And we cannot thank you enough um, building this community just means everything. So with that in mind, let's talk about the last 72 hours um, <laughs> because wowzers, y'all. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, if you've been following us on social media, you probably saw that we hosted our event, Pets for Vets. How this all started, full disclosure, being very transparent was a very self-serving situation. I mean, that's how most things start for me. But so yeah. <laughs> this is where we saw a need coming from the beauty industry. Um, one, since the pandemic, a lot of education has been online, yeah. which has served its purpose. Not going to lie. Not, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate the online stuff. Um, but it's not the same. It was nice because people had to work harder on their online offers. And so education improved right. online. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. And when there is in-person education, it is usually in Dallas. So for those of you who don't live here, we live in what's called like the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Right. And our population here is like, Literally the population of, I don't know, something ridiculous like Connecticut, like the whole state of Connecticut There's lives a lot, in DFW. A lot of people in DFW. Yeah. Um, and it's from Dallas to Fort Worth spans. 35 miles. Yeah. Like a lot of miles um, with a lot, a lot of people. Um, and it's just, I mean, Dallas, I love you, but it's just kind of a pain in the ass. Well, and it's not even just about Dallas. If an event comes to Texas at all, and this is education in our industry, but this is also like musicians and concerts right, or, you right. know, like um, anything goes to Dallas, goes to Austin, goes to San Antonio, goes to Houston. Right. But Fort Worth is not, for On whatever reason, 
not as popular a destination for some of these big events to come to. And let me tell you, Fort Worth is the shit. In my estimation, Fort Worth is the straight up coolest place in Texas to be right, right now. If that's what you're trying to promote is like, education. And the events. culture here yeah. is awesome. There's a wide demographic of people and we have so many amazing artists. And I'm not just talking about the beauty industry. No. There's amazing musicians. There's amazing painters. There's amazing sculptors. There's amazing fashionistas. And like we have such a rich culture in Fort Worth. There's also great venues yes. to host events at. There's amazing food here. Yes. There's great craft cocktails here and just like a lot of really creative people who love coming together to make art. Right. So, to say the least, we're like... Can you we tell need- we're passionate about it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> We need to put Fort Worth on the map. So, um, our good friend, who we've talked about a million times, you guys are probably like, oh my God, stop it already. But Gino Chapman, basically a long time ago, sort of... Um, After he came on the podcast, like a yes, year ago. Yeah. Yes, he offered us some help. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to him and I said, remember that time a long time ago when you said that you would be so gracious and volunteer your time? Um, I'm going to take you up on that offer. Well, because let's be real. After the amount of time that you spent in the business and that I've spent in the business, we have spent a lot of tireless hours pulling off events for other people's brands. Correct. For other manufacturers. And a lot of these events have been either team training or team-based trainings, or they've been hair shows, uh, shows that focus on fashion and, you know, like industry education, technical pieces. And that there was something really inspiring for us to do that for Badass Ladies Club. Mm Mm-hmm. To create an event where we could incorporate things like high quality education with hairdressers that actually, A, know what they're talking about, B, have some sort of um, like real life connective with people. So not I'm going to put you on stage and jack the music so loud that nobody can hear you and let you be under lights and smoke machines and shit where you seem inaccessible. But like on the same eye level with the hairdressers where you can walk right up to me and look at what I'm doing and talk to me about what's happening. But I'm not going to charge you $600 a ticket. Right. You know, like we're going to make it affordable. We're going to bring in local music. We're going to bring in local artists and people that make food and people that make we're supporting small business and we're going to donate all the profits to a local organization that really needs financial support right now yeah and that i don't know what that was sorry (laughs) i wish you guys could i wish you were videoing this right now i just did like a high kick because yeah your high kick just rules my world anyway um (laughs) incorporating all of those things a, kind of seemed like an impossible order when we started talking about it. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we, we can do it. Maybe we overshot this. Maybe we couldn't do it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> let's try it. Um, but then B, as we believed that we could do it and we're like connecting with Gino and he was so gracious and was like, absolutely, I love it. Let's go. Um, we, everything began to fall into place, you know, like the charitable organization that we'll talk about here in a minute, mm-hmm. the venues, the support staff the other artists that came to the table to do their work, the music, like all of it just 
fell into perfect alignment. So and y'all, I just want to point out that this is a perfect example of, um, you know, it, when I think about it, it's really interesting because Laurie and I have been at this with Badass Ladies Club for almost exactly two years. Yeah. And you would think that by two years, we would have things figured out. We don't. We're still figuring out daily who we are, <laughs> what we're doing, yeah. who we're talking to what our ideal demographic is. We're still figuring all of it out. This is a perfect example of following your intuition, following your heart, throwing shit against the wall, seeing what sticks, doing it messy and being okay with it and seeing the success that blooms from that. So first of all, I'm just going to say like how unbelievably proud I was of this event. Yeah. Of all the events that I've been a part of, um, First of all, our goal was to raise four figures. Yeah. You know, like at least $1,000 that we could donate to uh, DFW Canines for Vets, which was the nonprofit that we decided to support for this event. And so not only did we exceed the goal and raise more than $1,000 for them, but we also did not kill ourselves doing it. And in any other... It was fun. It was so fun. And it was, I won't want to say it was easy, but it was not easy. No, but <laughs> the work that it took to get into it was shouldered amongst a community of people that made it something that was easy for all of us to lift together. Nobody had to hold it all on their back or convince anyone else to do anything, right? It wasn't like begging people to get involved. The right people that genuinely wanted to be a part of it came to the table and we all did it together. Where if I think back to other fundraising events that we've done, just like talk about the last 10 years, right? I feel like I was begging people to be involved and like dragging them across the finish line. And that when we, I can only think of one time that we raised $1,000 before. And it was fucking painful. Yeah. And miserable. (laughs) And at the end of it, like I kind of needed a week off to cry. And like, it was not a positive experience that I would look back on and be like, I want to do that again. Right. Yeah. And this, if anything was overwhelming and exhausting, it was just because we played too hard, not because it was a stressful situation. Played a lot. So we played way more than we worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do we want to talk about fun? Yes. Okay. I want to talk about all of it. So here's the thing. Laurie and I flew in Gino. Um, we picked him up from the airport Saturday. And we just thought, okay, the goal here is to get him in love with Fort Worth. <laughs> we just wanted him to see all the awesomeness we yes. see. Yeah. And so let's just take him everywhere. Which is so interesting because it's not like you and I hang out at all these places anyway. It was like being a tourist in my own town. <laughs> like, know. yeah, it was fun. So we went to lunch in the cultural district. Shout out to Righteous Foods. You Best guys ever. are You're amazing. Represented. Um, we went to the stockyards. I mean, if you're going to have somebody from Los Angeles come visit you in Fort Worth... You really have to take them to the stockyards, you know? Um, so my mom works in the stockyards and she told me that the stockyards is the second most visited tourist attraction in the entire state of Texas. I believe this. And if you guys know how fucking big Texas is and how many places and how many tourist attractions we have in this state, that says a lot. Well, and we didn't just go to the stockyards. We went to the stockyards on a Saturday night. 
oh my God, shoulder to shoulder. Like, it was insane. insanity packed mm-hmm. and so like authentically <laughs> yes. Fort Worth. The, the vintage buildings, right. obviously there's a huge Western culture, cowboy culture, you know, yes. that comes up. But also like anybody touristy who is in town to Fort Worth, like they all want to come and see and experience that vibration of the Fort Worth stockyards. Yeah. Um, um, so that was fun. Yeah. Um, then we went to Joe T. Garcia's for dinner. Clearly. Fort Worth staple. Yeah. Um, and that's just right outside the stockyards. Yes. Um, we hung out in downtown that night. Went clubbing in downtown. Oh my for... God, curfew. If you guys haven't been to <laughs> curfew, what an awesome little find. I'm totally going back. Yes. And literally, I have not been into a nightclub in 10 years, probably. Uh, well, I, I have, but... Maybe um... your bachelorette party might have been the last time I was in a nightclub. <laughs> um, But... I danced like a child until one thirty in the morning <laughs> drinking old fashions. Like it was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. It was like this unsuspecting place where it says like fortune teller and hot pizza. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I mean, I we were curious. Okay. Was. Like, um, there's like a little Zoltar guy, like right when you walk in is so cute, super like unassuming. I would have never I did not expect that when we walked in that we were going to walk into the kind of club that we ended up in. Right, right, right. So curfew. If you guys haven't checked it out in downtown Fort Worth, so cute. Um, And yeah, so that was Saturday. I drank more than I have in a long time. Yeah. And I quit drinking way before you did because I had to drive that night. Yeah. Yeah, about that. Um. It's so funny because it's what I call hair show adrenaline. Yes. Okay. That and I've done a lot and of I, hair. I only drink like this when I'm around other hairdressers. Yeah. I just want to say. Like, well, let's be honest. Neither one of us have been drinking much over the last year and a half. Like no. that we've really we used to. Yeah, but but mm-mm. hair show adrenaline is this thing that happens, right? Yeah. That you go out of town to go to a hair show, and you're either supporting the show behind the scenes backstage or You've bought a ticket and you're attending a show, right? Right. But either way, you're so excited about the show. You get to see people you haven't seen in a long time often. You know, there's this energy, this thing that happens. And shows are really like sometimes in cool places like New Orleans or, you know, like. And so you're so immersed in the vibe that your body can somehow do things that it could (laughs) not do under any other circumstance. (laughs) And this is the honestly the truth, because I should be hooked up to an IV in a hospital right now, okay? Like, that I drank so much on Saturday night. But it was okay. Like, I was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a blast. And just the dancing. Yes. And, oh my God, we forgot to mention... Gino's friends from Glam at the Grove in Denver, Colorado. Oh my gosh. Flew all the way here. Joelle, Ray, and Delaney. Delaney. Yeah, like those girls were were so much fun. And so it was this really surreal moment for Laurie and I where we almost kind of freaked out a little bit and we had to like pep talk each other before we even picked Gino up from the airport (laughs) to say, Is this really happening? We, okay, we flew in this like, mega super amazing hairdresser in from LA. What the fuck are we thinking? Um, his friends from Colorado are coming. Are on a plane. Like, yeah. talk about pressure. It was also... We've never done this before. I mean, we've we never have. done this for ourselves But before. yeah, doing it for our own company and yeah. our own brand in our hometown, 
or my hometown, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. where your business is based is it hits different. Yeah. And I had that sensation several times where I was like outside of my body <laughs> watching us do this thing like I was watching a movie and thinking, wow, look at those girls do that. Like, <laughs> they're so cool. And then all of a sudden I'd like slam back oh, yeah, into my body and I'd me. be like, oh, I'm doing this. Like, <laughs> this is me doing it. It's and it's also this like idea of if you can think it, if you can dream it, like it's accessible to you. And this was a really good example of we had all the pieces. It was just like Costa Rica. Yeah. We had all the pieces, you know, like it just took us like one foot in front of the other, believing it was possible. And then here it is. So, yes, Saturday, so Saturday was, a blast. was great. Yeah. Good times. We mentioned to Gino on Saturday, like, hey, we would love to create some content this weekend. I was literally just thinking like in the hotel room or maybe at my house or like something that a few we could, random things. We right. Could, yeah. Like just make a few funny videos because he does this shit all the time. He makes these like amazing like content pieces. He's really like, talented. Yeah. Um, and so I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, we could just like go to my house and like do this stuff or whatever. But we came up with the idea of, oh my God, we'll call our friends at Purple Rain. Mm -hmm. um, so Laurie put in the call. Courtney, Courtney was, and she Kellen. didn't even think about it. Oh, Courtney yeah. was like, the answer is yes. Get in here, you know? Yeah. And I'll um, mention like, they didn't charge us. It costs some money to open Purple Rain up, you guys. No like, it's kidding. an amazing luxury, it's an high end experience. Yeah. Um, and that they were so gracious and said, absolutely come in. Um, so yeah, Sunday, um, we were definitely in recovery mode. Gino and I went to a juice bar and we're like, what is life? Um, cut our <laughs> acai bowls, um, and our smoothies and our juice. And we met you at Purple Rain. Yeah. And he was telling me in the car on the way there, like, I really want to shoot some like cinematic, slow, like, dramatic kind of stuff and I'm sitting there going well um okay um yes tell me what to of do of course yeah um but going like how are we gonna pull this off we only have like a limited Three hours of time, yeah. you know sure enough he walks in there literally saw his brain explode it's an it's an insanely creative environment like yeah. and this is what I love working with creatives to watch his process. Oh, God. It was so cool watching his wheels turn and pick right. together how he wanted to take all these shots and what set he wanted to use he for what He came up piece. with an entire like, story just on the spot. Brilliant. And all centered around a haircut. <laughs> like, what? It's such a testament, though, to how hanging out with artists at that level elevates you. Because yeah. now that I've seen him Learned in that process and I've seen what he's created with some of the content that he shot on Sunday... I'm so inspired to get back in there and create something different for Badass Ladies Club or myself, you know? And it mm -hmm. just, it made me think about content creation Differently. in a totally different way. Yeah. And I am so grateful for like that small lesson that he wasn't even trying to teach us, right? It was just being in his creative energy bubble that it inspires and lights all of these ideas, which is what this weekend was all about anyway, you know? and. Yeah. We were trying to create that for other people. And instead, we had it delivered, you know, to us. To us, yeah. In a really awesome way. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, while he was shooting his short movie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
Laurie and I were able to shoot some content for Badass Ladies Club. Yeah. We met other amazing people, we which networked. was so random. Yeah, like, and um, I don't even think that we got to get into the details. Yeah. However, know that like... But like divine intervention happened. Right. And yeah. that we were attracting the perfect people that right. we needed to help support and network and grow this business right. in the future. You know, like it just happened. So we did our thing at Purple Rain. Shout out to Purple Rain. Kellen and Courtney, you guys are yeah. rock stars. Thank, thank you, you so enough. much. Um, if you need a place for content creation, Purple Rain. Yes. Fort Worth. Um, so then, yeah, we went to Lockwood. Yeah, we broke down all of the stuff yep. at Purple Rain. We loaded up. We got to Lockwood Distilling Company so we could begin to set up for the show, which we had been selling tickets to for a few weeks, you uh -huh. know? And one of the things that is so true of the education business, if you're having a show, is that hairdressers wait till the last minute, right? Y'all like, need to get better at that. No, I mean, well, but this is the interesting <laughs> part of it, right? If we were going to decide to do this show or not do this show, based on the quantity of tickets that we had sold. Like pre-sold. Pre-sold, leading up to the day of the event, we should have canceled it. We should have. Because it was... Minuscule. We had not sold enough tickets to, to cover make, costs to to cover a flight, much less yeah. you know, like a hotel and all the things that go into creating the show, right? Um, and that we did it willing to take a loss on it, and maybe both of us personally end up Putting investing in money, money yeah. to pull this off, yeah, because we believed that the support would be there when it was time to do the show, and not only was it there, but it exceeded our fundraising goal. And it seemed like it was this perfect amount of people that showed up. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, like not a lot of the people I thought would show up. But right. and and that to me was almost more inspiring where like I am beginning to understand that like the things that we're creating are for our Badass Ladies Club community, which is different than the communities that we come from. Yeah. For a really good reason. <laughs> you know, like and it made our event so sweet mm -hmm. and it made the feeling of what we were doing so elevated. And, um, yeah, like I couldn't be more excited that we were able to, um, believe in the event enough to not let numbers like ticket sales just deter us from going all in because we still went all in. Like we had sold 80 tickets, you know, yep. like, and <laughs> we're like, God we're going to we perform it the same way. Yes. And yeah. thank God we did because yeah. it was amazing. So we got to Lockwood. Yeah, we got to Lockwood. We set up our models slowly trickled in. And um, I mean, can we talk about Faith Shavers? Yes, we can talk about Faith. Oh, my God. So we met Faith, what, just two weeks ago? Yeah. She came to one of our breathwork meditations. She did. And um, let's just say Faith is in a spiritual awakening awakening yeah. right now and uh needs support and so and yeah she came to our breathwork meditation right. and we immediately hit it off she has the coolest hair on the planet well that's what happened was we saw that hair and we're like um ma'am <laughs> we need you yeah asap so she agreed to be a model for us and yeah. we gave her to gino because the texture and the color of this hair was just out oh of my this god, it's so good. Um, and then she's like, "Oh hey, my dad's a DJ, right? Do you want him 
to be there? We were like, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> model, amazing, curly, you know, gorgeous, spongy, textured, uh-huh. red hair. Right. And a dad who's a DJ who came and volunteered his time for free yep. to help support our event. But then the next step is that Faith is also this amazing songwriter and musician and has the voice of a freaking angel. Y'all, I was sitting there watching the show, like after I got done, which we'll walk through. But like, literally, I'm watching Gino cut hair and I'm just jamming to the music and I hear this angelic voice and I'm just like in the zone watching Gino. And all of a sudden I look over to my left and it's Faith. On the mic. On the mic. And I I thought it was a recording. Live performing. Yeah. I know. I was like, wait a second. That's her? I had no idea. also freestyle wrote a song live in front of all of us. Like, she is amazing. She's like, "Um, we're going to write this song right now about... About the divine (laughs) Divine feminine. feminine. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the... (sighs) Yeah. So, um... Okay, so yeah, so we had Faith as a model. Sean. Sean from, from Lemongrass. Lemongrass yeah. on University. Thank you so much, Sean. Um, that was quite a transformation. Oh my God, he looks so amazing. His haircut I, was, I dream about it. I had a model named Danny and our friend Alana actually cuts their hair. Yeah. And Danny was just the most precious. <sighs> they were... So freaking awesome. Yes. And honestly, I almost, um, it kind of gave me a complex a little bit because I feel like Alana had done such a great job on their hair right? that there wasn't a whole lot for me to do. I changed it up right. a little bit. And like the ground, it, it, it was just already there. Like, it was already great. But let me say this. I just polished it a little bit. <laughs> I I think that you're undervaluing what you did in respect to somebody who knows what they're looking at, okay? So for the naked eye... Okay, but eye, when you're doing hair next to Gino Chapman, I'm like, this... It goes. Again. <laughs> like, there's no way I... I don't know. I, I had a complex about it. I caught myself have like... Have a complex if you need to. It was a big step. Yes. Slash. I'm going to go back to, to a person who's not in our business. If they would have seen her hair before and after, yes, I think they would have been like, okay, it's shorter, but like, whatever. But to me, I know what, I know the techniques and the things that you were doing and the ways that you were doing it was an elevated approach to this haircut that she had at the end. Also, the reason why I wanted that model in particular with that kind of haircut is because I'm trying to manifest that kind of style into my business. Right. And so it was more so of a, I'm trying to get more people like this in my chair. Yeah. So if anyone's wondering, I'm that's shutting what I was you down doing. on the undervaluing of what you did. <laughs> well, that haircut was, was badass. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I was actually super proud it of it. And just I receive know, it. Like, I'm just saying when you're, when you're cutting hair next to someone who is so extremely technical, and I am an extremely technical colorist. You're a technical hair cutter, too. I would not say that cutting is my strongest point. Okay. 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 Okay, fine line. And, <laughs> but all of this to say, though, everybody gets to expand. 
Yes. And you get to expand too. And you know what? I was damn proud of it. Yes. And you, the practice of getting up in front of people and showing your work live like that is a totally different situation than putting up finished images on social media or yeah, like any other type of let me show you my work. You stood up in front of your peers and you did a haircut with people watching you live and you expand as a result of that. And the next time that you're in that situation, you're going to do things different and at a higher level. Yeah. This is what Gino does all day, every day for <laughs> decades now. Like, and that he didn't get like that without a lot of repetition and practice and reassurance and him standing next to people he looked up to that elevated him. Like, you're walking that path. And yeah, don't undervalue what you did. I want to talk about uh, Josh and Josh Kellen. Josh and Kellen. Yeah. So Josh... I met at the One to Know launch party a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, girl. He was just like this really awesome person standing at the bar and we started chatting and he asked me what I was up to, you know, and what I'd been into. And I had flyers for Pets for Vets with me. And so I pulled out this flyer and I told him about the show and why we wanted to do it. And he could feel the passion behind what we were doing. And so he was like, oh my gosh, can I take one of these flyers? I really think I want to buy a ticket. And I was like, yeah, it would be so great. And I've run into lots of people over the last few weeks and given them a flyer, but also didn't really expect them to buy a ticket, especially somebody like Josh, who like right. does not know me, isn't right. in the beauty business, you know, like, um, but then I noticed a few weeks later that Josh had bought a ticket. So I did what any self, you know, like normal person would do. And I got on Instagram and creeped him and saw <laughs> that he was a veteran. You're like, oh, and so then I was like, oh, my gosh. So he's this really cool entrepreneur vet who's coming and supporting our event. And so I reached out to him and asked him if he would be interested in being a model for the show and letting us, you know, give him a really awesome haircut. And he was so in, you know, he was like, that. I love that. That sounds like so fun. And so we were able to invite Kellen Carpenter onto the team and be one of our artists to do some hair work, which is so fun because... Kellen doesn't do hair full time anymore, you know, like he's really been focused on uh, the healing process with his wife, Courtney, and with Purple their creative Rain. events at, at Purple Rain. Um, but it was great to see Kellen um, done up and with his tools up there doing uh, that voodoo he does so well. Um, yeah, creature fiends and unite because it made me want to get Kellen on video more doing hair. He's such a showman. Yeah, it, it comes very naturally to him. Yeah. It was also kind of like a weird reunion, you know, like Kellen and Mandy Hancock and yeah, like Bailey was there from Lemongrass. Like we all kind of came up together 15 years ago, you know, 17 years ago. Um, and we all work in different arenas now, but have recently reconnected. And so to be able to like all see each other and um, reminisce a little bit, but also just like celebrate where we all were in life. Um, yeah. It was a really, yeah. really beautiful thing. And then let's not um, forget about Caitlin Wood. Yes, little Caitlin. <laughs> I say little Caitlin. She, that girl growing up fast is what. Yeah. Um, I'm just so proud of her because yes. so Caitlin worked with us at our previous salon. Mm -hmm. She just, takes challenges head on and for being so young 
has a business mindset and is so mature and wants to grow. And might I say is extremely talented and creative. She also is like not scared. No. Like something new that I've never done before that I'm going to like, okay, done. (laughs) Um, And that when we were talking about this event, you know, like I obviously wanted makeup to be a part of the event in some way, shape or form, but that one of us needed to not be presenting looks, you know, and that if you were going to do hair, that who could we have that could be involved in makeup? And Caitlin's makeup style is very like free flowing, whimsical, ethereal, yeah, like um, fun fantasy kind of makeup. And so, yeah, when we invited her into that, it was like an overwhelming. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I really loved that she was there and doing her thing in the background behind you guys doing hair. And every now and again, you know, like we would involve her in talking about what she was doing. And every time she would explain a makeup look at the end, she would kind of like throw out her foot and her fairy wings and like give a little. It was the cutest. And the looks that she did were sick. And I was so excited that she was able to feature some of these Beauty For Real products that we've been working with in our makeup kits. Shout out to Leslie. Yeah. And have had a lot of success in some of the salon environments with them. And so, yeah, to incorporate Beauty For Real and then. Caitlin's skills and to have makeup present in the show was like good for my makeup artist heart for sure. So yeah, then we ran the show and raised this money and it really was also shout out to my friend, David. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to see what David pulled from this whole event. Uh, Talk a little bit about what he did. Yeah. So my, um, my friend, David Castillo from high school, um, posted on Facebook one day, like, Hey, I'm looking to expand my videography reel. If any of you have situations or events coming up that you want captured, let me know. And considering he is a veteran himself, I was like, what a perfect fit. Yeah. So David and I had been talking over the last few weeks, told him about the event. He absolutely said, yes, I can do that for you. Um... And so he came and it was so good to see him. I haven't seen him since high school. Connections. Um, Yeah, that's so cool. Look at us all grown up and being so cute. (laughs) Um, No, but he he was really great. And so, man, he was working it. And I never saw him put a camera down. No. He was either videoing or taking stills. Yes. At the end of the night, we recorded some audio content. Yes. He He, was so professional. He was really mindful, though, of um, a... You you have to like be there to get the content, but not be in people's way. And yeah. he was great at that. Yes. Never but got into anyone's way. Also, he was really mindful about like our future events mm-hmm. and making sure that he was able to gear whatever content he created for us to help us promote the things we had coming up. And that forward thinking with somebody who's doing marketing with you and content creation with you is really valuable. So I, without seeing anything yet, am really appreciative that he had like the vision to be able to create things for us that weren't just about showcasing what we've already done. Yeah. But also about helping us lead into the things that we're promoting in the future. Like he was great. Yeah. So shout out to David. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, I want to talk about Dusty and the crew at Lockwood. Yes. So... When we were looking for venues for this event, uh, total transparency, we were behind. Well, and I, Badass Ladies Club assumes so much responsibility for the fact that, like, we probably waited too long to start looking for venues in live time, you know? Yeah. Um, And that that takes a little bit. 
And I knew, you know, Dusty and I hung out a lot more 15 years ago than we ever have recently. Like, I truly have not seen him in probably that long. Um, But I knew that he was managing and running this thing called Lockwood Distilling that I had never visited before over off of Magnolia, which is this really great pocket of Fort Worth that I was so excited to be able to bring some people to. And so I just like did the thing where you reach out to somebody on Messenger and was like, hi, friend. No, we haven't talked in over a decade, you know, but I'm doing (laughs) this thing. I need a favor. (laughs) Um, And he was so cool about getting me in touch with their event coordinator being really supportive of the fact that they're not usually open on Sundays. So they opened the place up just for us. They brought in staff to make these amazing craft cocktails because Lockwood Y'all, makes all of their own spirits. That hibiscus mule mm. was the most delicious thing I've ever had it's so in my good. life. Um, I'm going to be honest. I had one sip of one and was like, nope, you drank too much last night, you know? <laughs> and so I did not have any drinks that night. Um, you didn't drink anything? I had a couple drinks Gino that bought night. me a hibiscus mule when we got there. I did take the one drink out of it and put it down and it melted and they finally oh, picked it up and they were no. like, we'll make you another one. I was like, please don't. Um, anyway, they make all their own spirits in-house and this yeah. hibiscus vodka that they make, that oh. they make those mules with, I'm going to pick up a bottle. Um, there's also this like... I'm probably butchering the name of it, but it's like this bourbon vanilla cream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly oh what you're God. talking about. It's it like so good. Bailey's kind of. Yes, but it's like yeah. a, yeah, a rich liqueur. Anyway, <sighs> all of the things that they make are really delicious. And they had this great, um, I'm going to call it a cheese board because I can't say that word. Charcuterie. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like the all of the food they did yeah, was amazing. Was this white bead hummus <laughs> and uh, this classic like pimento cheese thing that they do like they just had really great small blades craft cocktails the food and beverage was a hit and this just the styling of the restaurant and bar there were beautiful paintings of dolly of <laughs> notorious biggie, B-I-G. Yeah, of a uh, jim carrey ace ventura style <laughs> like um and all of the the glass like the whole place is windows yeah. So the light that garage came in. Yeah. And, and yeah. the garage doors. Like, I didn't realize when you and I went and had lunch there the week before the event, how good the backdrop was going to be of you guys doing hair. But as we were taking videos and pictures, like, it, we just could not have picked a better venue. It all was such a great showcase of, like, what you guys were doing, but also showcasing how cool Lockwood is as a business. So... I'm so excited to bring some exposure to them. And I'm a fan. I'll be going back often um, for happy hour. That was the other thing. When we went and had lunch there the week before, the happy hour was like half price drinks and half price appetizers. So I got out of there for like 12 bucks eating lunch (laughs) and having a cocktail. And I was like, are you kidding me? I feel guilty. Right. Like um, spending so little money. Right. Um, Yeah. So I cannot say enough about how like divinely put together this was um well and then after the event we went to shout out to nickel city thanks nickel city for Um, serving food so we didn't die right well because we got done late at lockwood and on a sunday in texas it's hard y'all everything's closed Gino wanted to go to the stockyards and we're like, about that. They're closed. Yeah. Um, unless you want pancakes at old south which is great shout out to old south yeah but um yeah, so we went to Nickel City, which I had never been to before. Same. 
great little bar, cute in there. Saloon style. Saloon like style, it was yeah. really a cool like um, lighting and vibration in there in general. If you need yeah, just bar food. It was pretty good. Greasy, get yeah. you through the hangover kind of bar food. Yeah. Like they were there for cheese curds, wings, right. burgers and fries and tots. Like it was yeah. great. It was they really good. They had something called a pizza log that we didn't get, but I'm kind of curious it about. It was, I, I asked about it. Okay. It was a pizza, but like egg roll style. <gasps> okay. I may have to have a pizza yeah. log. Yeah. Um, so I'm <laughs> assuming it's kind of like a bigger pizza roll, which right. you know I'm obsessed with. I love pizza rolls. I live on them. Um, but yeah, so. Gino Chapman, from the bottom of my black little heart, like, thank you so much. Gino was just like the perfect person to do this with. Also, he's coming back. And Gino, if you're listening to this, I'm holding you to this because we're going to create more content at Purple Rain. We're going to get you into here at NextM Creative Media. Yeah, yeah. But like Gino is just one such a giving educator to a great humanitarian and is always looking at ways to help humans not just survive, but thrive. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he's easy on the eyes. So he's that nice helps to look too. at. He's also the freaking energizer bunny. Right. Okay. Like <laughs> what I was talking about with like hair show adrenaline and how you can do things that normally you wouldn't be able to do. He is like that 24-7 every day of the week, I'm imagining, you know, yeah. like that he has limitless energy and fuel to burn and that just being in like cahoots with him like this over these two or three days was really, really inspiring on so many levels yeah. personally, yeah. but also professionally. And, you know, we talk a lot about like validating yourself around here, but I'm not going to lie, like Gino's belief in Badass Ladies Club makes me so um feel so humble and you know like i have so much gratitude for the energy he gives us yeah in supporting what it is that we want to do because i'll be real there's a lot of people that when we share what we're doing like they may be excited about it but then there's also kind of like this snarky thing that comes on the back right, side they're of like it. so you have fun with that right good luck <laughs> with that um and that all i've ever gotten from gino is limitless support and cheering on that we're doing good work and that he is he sees us you yeah. know and yeah. that that if we there wasn't about anything else makes me want to support everything that he's doing and yeah work with him over and over and over again if he'll have us yeah um so we're obviously going to make a big deal out of this check that's going to dfw canines for veterans um i want to mention that their whole gig is rescuing dogs from city kill shelters and then training them to be service animals for combat veterans that are working with ptsd Yes. So if you guys like didn't make it to Pets for Vets, but you're looking for an organization to donate to, I mean, who doesn't love puppies and veterans? Yeah. And you can donate directly to them. They're on Instagram. Um, but this is kind of like a thing like Fawn Beauty did with Ryder. Anytime you want to donate to them, you can send a Venmo to the Badass Ladies Club LLC and just put Pets for Vets yeah, in the we'll comment line yeah. and we will continue to send them money. Um, for as long as money keeps coming in for them. Because yeah. what a great organization to support animals and veterans that are coming home and, yeah, like making a go at what life feels like after you've been in combat. Um, it's one of those things that, like, clearly for those of us that have never experienced that, we will never know. 
what that is like and that we're all obligated to support those veterans in any way that we can. And it felt really good to do it in this way. So um, what else? Did we leave anything out? I don't know. If we did, you guys probably shouldn't hear about it anyway. Um, I mean, there's a few things that I'm like, oh, that was really fun, but we should not talk about that. That's it. (laughs) We'll just say this. You had to be there. You had to be there. And if you weren't there, then maybe you should hang out next time and you might get to see. Um, Yeah. We're so grateful for this weekend, for this experience, for everybody who donated, showed up, and contributed in any way. Um, We love you, love you, love you. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Monday. 